Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here is Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is Good morning. And today, I'm going to shift gears a little bit from what I've been doing the last several Sundays, though not too much, because we've been meditating and looking and studying at the liturgy, but the liturgy that we're used to doing over the course of the year is liturgy according to St. John Chrysostom. Today, on his feast day, we always do the liturgy of St. Basil the Great. And so today, rather than continuing on meditating about the great entrance of the liturgy, I want to shift gears and pay attention to some of the things that are different about St. Basil's liturgy from the liturgy that we are used to doing on a regular basis. Now, the main difference between the two liturgies um, is not in structure. The structure is exactly the same. In fact, I can use a liturgy of St. John Chrysostom all the way up through the great entrance without any issues whatsoever. The major changes happen once we enter into uh, what's known as the anaphora, which are the prayers that surround the praying over of the gifts. And I want to look at some of the prayers that St. Basil has in those anaphora, but before we do that, I want to highlight something that uh, St. Paul writes in his epistle for this feast. He says, Brethren, see to it that no one makes prey of you by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. In other words, the lens by which we should be seeing the world and everything in it is Christ. Everything that happens, every moment of our life, everything that we do, everything that is done to us, we must understand through Christ and not through philosophy, not through the wants and needs of human beings, who are interested in money or power or any of those things. And he even here includes elemental spirits, which could be understood as science. Not that any of these things aren't blessed, and not that any of these things can be used or understood in context of Christ, but we must have Christ as that anchor as that point by which we understand science, politics, philosophy, and all of the things that happen in our lives. In understanding that, let us move to the anaphora of St. Basil the Great. He begins by praising God, of course, but then he goes right to the beginning. You have ordered all things for us, in other words, he created the universe. He created everything. For having made man by taking dust from the earth and having honored him with your own image, O God, you placed him in a garden of delight, promising him eternal life and the enjoyment of everlasting blessings in the observance of your commandments. 
So here we are in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. But when he disobeyed you, the true God who created him, and was led astray by the deception of the serpent, becoming subject to death through his own transgressions, you, O God, in your righteous judgment, expelled him from paradise into this world. So here we have the fall. And yet provided for him the salvation of regeneration in your Christ. For you did not forever reject your creature whom you made, O good one, nor did you forget the work of your hands, but because of your tender compassion, you visited him in various ways. And at this point, he talks about the history that is portrayed in the Old Testament with the prophets and the judges and the law and the coming of Christ and his incarnation and his preaching to the apostles and of Christ's entering into Jerusalem in order to be tortured, in order to be crucified so that he might go into the tomb, so that he might rise on the third day, that he might ascend into heaven and be enthroned at the right hand of the Father so that he could send the Holy Spirit. And that this Holy Spirit is called upon by the people of the church to descend upon the gifts that are here set forth so that this bread and that this wine might become the body and the blood of Christ so that we, the faithful, might partake of him. And this is history. This is history as portrayed and understood by St. Basil the Great and in turn by the church. That in the beginning God created all things, but he did not forget his creation when, through the sin of mankind, all of creation fell. And that he did all kinds of things throughout history, acting in history, moving politics, moving nature, moving peoples, so that he could reveal himself to us, so that ultimately he could send his son, so that all of us could partake of the body and blood of Christ. In other words, through the lens of Christ, the pinnacle of history, the most important moment in history is now. This moment when we gather as the church to partake of the body and blood of Christ. That there is no more important event in all of human history. Now, standing before this altar partaking of the body and blood of Christ, because this was the ultimate goal of God once his creation fell. That mankind, and through mankind, all of creation, be reunited with him. So when we look at history and philosophy and the events of mankind and events of the world, know that all of it leads to this leads to the partaking of the body and blood of Christ, the most important event in anyone's life, in all of history. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever, to the ages of ages. Amen.